I got a word. Uh, I got a word. Um, this word is called authorized users. Look at your neighbor and say authorized users. It says in John 14, 1 through 14, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and also trust in me. There is more than enough room in my father's house. If this were not so, would I not have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. And you know the way that I am going. Here's Jesus at the Last Supper. He's giving his last instructions to his 12 disciples. At the table, we did communion tonight. And here's Jesus at the Last Supper doing communion. And at the table, to these instructions, sat the 12 disciples. In those 12 were Peter. Peter, who would deny him three times, And Judas, come on somebody, who would betray him. But yet he invited them to the table. I love the fact that my past doesn't prohibit me from being at the table. Anybody got a past? Come on somebody. Anybody, if we put your stuff on the screen right now, everybody would run up out of this building. I know y'all got a past, Columbia. Y'all up there all bougie. You got to pass. And Thomas says, hmm, Lord, we, we don't know where you're going. We have no idea where you're going. So how can we know the way? And Jesus told them, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Father, I pray that you do something amazing. Not just in this church, but in this city. Not just in this city, but in these counties. Not just in these counties, but in this region. Not just in the region, but in the nation. Not just in the nation, but all around the world. Through Union Church. In Jesus' name. And everybody said a good amen. 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 How many of y'all got iPhones? I absolutely love my iPhone. This is my world. I have an exorbitant amount of apps on my phone. I have a banking app so I can transact. I've got a Macs. Four maps apps. Because maps ain't always good. Ways lies because people lie. Google trips sometimes. So I have maps that give me direction. I have a calendar that keeps my schedule. I have a, a, an app called Boxer. Where me and my assistant, I, I talk to her and say, hey, don't forget this. And she can listen to it the next morning. And I, I've got Speechify because I can't read. I've got Evernote. So when God 
speaks to me. I can put it in a note like he did. I've got Dropbox to hold all my files. Come on, somebody. I got reminders because I have ADD. I've got Uber in case I need a ride. Come on, somebody. I've got Lyft in case Uber can't give me a ride. I've got Starbucks so I can order a coffee. Come on, somebody. I even have Dr. MD. That means I can go to the doctors without leaving my house. I've got social media apps. I've got Travel Southwest, Fly Delta, Expedia.com, American. I got an Airbnb app. I've got ESPN. I've got CNN. I've got Newsbreak. I've got a, a whole thing that called productivity. I've got Office. I've got OneNote. I've got OneDrive. I've got To Do. Come on, somebody. I've got FaceTime. I've got Life 360 so I can stalk my kids. I've got Rainbird to turn on my sprinkler system. I've, I, I've got photo apps. I've got a camera app. I've got editing apps to edit my appearance. Come on, somebody. I've got shipping apps. I've got fitness apps. That section doesn't get used often. I've got shopping apps. I've got Adidas. I've got sneakers. I've got Nordstrom. I've got Saks. I've got Neiman. I've got Essence. I've got Farfetch. I've got Ukes. I've got Supreme. I've got Oh, Macy's, I've got Frenzy, I've got Target, I've got Best Buy, I've got Lowe's, I've got Shop, I've got Burberry. I've got Walgreens. I've got Home Depot. I've got Rakuten. I've got Angry Birds. I've got all of these apps inside of my phone. But when I first got my phone, I had to set up Face ID. Are y'all with me, production team? So, so I took out my phone, and I began to set up Face ID. Y'all with me? Put it up on the screen. And so I grabbed my phone. Let me know when it's up there. And I went all the way around. And then I had to do it again. (laughs) And what I was doing was proving my identity so that I could access the apps of what was available to me. No identification, no authorization. Many of you have money in the bank right now. It's there, it's yours. But in order for you to access it, you must prove who you are. I have a safe at my house with my gun in it and my passport in it. And I'm the only one that can get in that safe by my fingerprint. In other words, I have to prove who I am to access what I have. 
when I checked into my hotel last night. Somebody reserved the room for me. It was in my name. But in order for me to take possession of what was reserved, I had to prove who I am. Y'all go, go with me. When I'm traveling to get from point A to point B to get to a new destination months ago, sometimes six months ahead, I buy a plane ticket. It's reserved in my name. There's a seat reserved in my name. But I cannot access the seat without three points of proving who I am. TSA. Come on, y'all. Before TSA, at the counter. And then again to make sure that I can sit in what is reserved for me. I have to prove who I am. And sometimes I got Maya with me and she's 16. And she doesn't have to prove who she is. She just has to prove that she belongs to me. No identification, no authorization. I have wondered when God gave me this sermon, if in the good book that there is healing available to us. In the good book, there has been freedom reserved for us. In the good book, there is breakthrough. In the good book, I'm told that I'm more than a conqueror. In the good book, I'm told that I can speak to the mountains and say it can be removed. In the book, good book, it says that no weapon formed against me shall prosper, but yet weapons are working. I don't understand why we are, we have so much available to us. But we're still broke, still nasty, still living in unforgiveness. Come on, somebody. Worship has still been reserved for church services. God, what is going on? And he says, it's an ID problem. To get the apps, I have to have an identification. And many of us are trying to get the apps based off of who we are. We're trying to get the apps based off of how much we know. We're trying to get the apps based off of how much we serve, how much we give. But are we identified with who owns the apps? The kingdom of God has apps. Apps of healing. Apps of deliverance, apps of freedom, apps that turn water into wine, apps that, that, come on somebody, that make blinded eyes see. In the kingdom, come on somebody, you can have an issue of blood, but, and because of the kingdom apps, all you have to do is come in proximity with the presence of God, and it will cease. In the kingdom of God, you can have leprosy. I'm not talking about physical leprosy. I'm talking about betrayal where everybody avoids you and nobody trusts you. But you can have all of these apps available to you, but why aren't they working? The scripture gives me indication. Y'all, I've read this scripture 
I've been in full-time ministry since 1994. I have read this scripture a gazillion times. I'm the way. I'm the truth. And I'm the life. And I'm like, wait, okay, the way, the truth, the life. And Jesus said, no. You forgot the first word, I am. If you want the way, then you have to identify with I am. If you want the truth, you, let me break this down. You have to identify with I am. If you want, now listen, y'all. If your cousins worked at McDonald's like mine did in 1992, my senior year of high school, I did not know that he worked there. I did not know that he would be scheduled, come on somebody, after the Friday night football game. I only had $2. Come on, this is when minimum wage was $4.25. Uh-huh. I showed up to McDonald's expecting to only get $2 worth of food. But because my cousin identified me as family, and it was a distant cousin. He looked at me and says, are you Bucks boy? I said, I am. And because of my identification, I got the hookup. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying right now. Some of y'all want the hookup of direction, but God has not identified you as his child because you take off who you are on Sunday and put it down till the next Sunday. Some of us are wondering why healing is not, we can't access it because I want the hookup. I have come to discover that I, if I'm made in his image, what belongs to him belongs to me. So when I show up, I get the hookup. I just have to identify myself as as I am. Will somebody shout I am? Will somebody shout I am healed? I am delivered. I am free. I am blessed. I am the righteousness of God. I am healed. I am smart. I am in my right mind. I am healed of diabetes. I am breaking generational curses. Stronghold stop with me. Because I am. Even Moses. Moses, the flunky Moses. The, the murderer Moses. The, don't know his family history, Moses. It's crazy to me, Karina, how, how everybody's after DNA tests. Everybody want to know. What's my family tree? Where, where did I come from? We, come on, y'all. We, 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 we sending the kid in to find out what we're connected to. Can I tell you that's all good for a biological DNA test. But there's a spiritual DNA test. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. And matter of fact, there's an old song that says, Father Abraham had many sons. And many sons had Father Abraham. I had one of them. And so are you. So let's just praise the Lord. In other words, what God promised Abraham is mine. My name will be great. I will be blessed. God will curse my enemies as far as I see. 
descendants shall be mine. But I just got to identify myself, not with my biological parents, before your parents gave you a name, God gave you a purpose and a destiny. You were fearfully and wonderfully made before your parents came together and made a decision. God had uniquely had a blueprint of you. And that blueprint says, for I know the plans I had for Devante. Plans not to harm him. Plans to prosper him. Plans to give him a hope and a future. Moses. Moses. Jacked up family. Moses. Broke Moses. Come on, somebody. Stuttering Moses. All he had was a stick. Moses. God chose Moses to be the mouthpiece of heaven. You wouldn't have chose Moses. Come on, somebody. You'd have chose Morgan Freeman because he's got a deep voice. You'd have chose Bishop Jakes. Come on. You would have chose the one at the prayer line. But uh, I love the fact that God chose Moses because when God chose Moses, God chose Peter. God chose David. God chose Rahab. God chose Gideon. It gives me an indication that I am God's choice. Come on, somebody. Look at the person next to you says, you might not have chose me. Come on. You might not have selected me. If you knew my past, if you knew what I was thinking when I walked in church, I wouldn't have been your choice. But excuse me, sir. God does not look at the outward appearance. God doesn't use me because of me. God uses me in spite of me. I don't care what you think. If God chose me, then he chose me. You can't stop it. You can't correct it. Your opinion doesn't matter. You might as well understand. If God chose me and I'm sitting next to you, you gonna get blessed too. Come on. Come on, push on the person next to you. You chose the right seat tonight. There is royalty inside of me. There is healing inside of me. There is deliverance. Y'all chose the right road tonight. Tonight is your night of breakthrough. Tonight is your night of deliverance. Tonight ain't nobody leaving without a blessing. God, you, 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 you want, want me to, to go to Pharaoh to, to say what? Well, my people have been oppressed for over 400 years. I've promised them some things. And I need you to go to the enemy and be my mouthpiece. Now, y'all know that God could have spoken to Pharaoh in a dream. God could have sent a letter. But he sent unqualified, undignified, unrepresented Moses. Can you imagine Moses knocking on the door? Can I speak to Pharaoh, who? who are you? Moses? Pharaoh's walking by in his bathrobe. 
Just got out of the tub with a bath bomb. <laughs> Who's that? Some dude named Moses. What does he want? He says, God has a message for you. What? What? Okay. He comes to the door. What you want? You with me? God said, let's people go. What you say? God said, let people go. Who do you think you are? Who sent you? I am. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? When he said I am, the Red Sea was already parted. When he said I am, come on somebody, there was already enemies that he wasn't going to see no more. And he said, clarify. He said, I am God. He said it twice. That I am. He said, I am that I am. In other words, he was giving Pharaoh the identification so that he can walk in the authorization. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. That's why when you're in the doctor's office and the doctor gives you a diagnosis, be careful what your first words are. I would rather you stutter than say the wrong thing. Don't come into agreement. Say, I am healed. I am delivered. I am a child of God. And because I am, and my daddy is working the window of heaven at the fast food of healing, I get the hook up. Somebody shout, hook me up, Jesus. Hook me up. Some single people need to say, stop for Dayton.com for a second and just say, I am beautiful. I am healed. I am delivered. I am all that because he is all that. When I I read this passage of scripture, it's the last conversation. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Like I travel a lot. And I always have one last conversation for my kids. Make sure that house is clean when I get back. And I have that one last conversation with Irene. I don't care how tired I am. When I get back, I am. God, Jesus is having the last conversation and you don't understand the last conversation till you understand the first conversation 
The first conversation is come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Now what is weird to me and what is odd to me, Sheldon, is that these disciples have been hand selected by the king of kings. They have been chosen. They have been plucked out. They said, I'm Jesus. They said immediately, the Bible says immediately they followed him. They've been with him for three and a half years. They've walked with him. They've talked with him. They've listened to him. He says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And they don't know directions. Thomas says, we don't know the way. Jesus is like, homie, y'all been walking with me for three. Some of y'all been saved for five, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, and you still getting tripped up by diagnosis? You've got to look back over the three and a half year resume. Does anybody have a resume of God's faithfulness in your life? My good friend Todd Trippett says, if he did it before, he's going to do it again. Same God right now. What Jesus is doing, he's having a conversation. He's not talking about a place to go. He's talking about a place to have. Y'all don't understand. You have to understand the book of John. The book of John is broken up into two pieces. The public ministry of Jesus to the people and the private ministry of Jesus to his disciples. At this private meeting, at this private conversation, he's telling them about this place. He's telling them about Peace. He first says, do not let your hearts be troubled. In my father's house, there are many rooms. He's telling them about a place. Uh, uh, if it weren't so, I would have told you. And he's telling them about a person. He's telling them about peace. He's telling them about a place. And he's telling them about a person. They are looking for a place to go. Jesus is looking for them for a person to have. They, 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 they think that Jesus is talking about directions, but Jesus is really talking about destiny. They're thinking they're about information. Jesus is trying to give them a revelation. He, he says, you can't see this. You see, you have to understand the ministry of Jesus started with Jesus saying, I'm coming to preach the kingdom. John says the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. When we hear this word kingdom, some of us get tripped up. We think it's a King James word. You cannot worship, sing songs, and praise, and fully get the benefits of it unless you fully understand the kingdom of God. So let me break it down real quick. Somebody say kingdom. The word kingdom is broken up into two parts. The king's domain. Somebody say king's domain. So real quick, put this on the screen. The kingdom has four elements. It has a king, right? That's a governing ruler. It has territory, which is a specific location with defined boundaries. So when we worshiped just a while ago, the haze was in the room, but so was the kingdom. How do I know that? Because 
Jesus says when you pray, he says, I want you to pray this. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's worship. Thy do what? Thy come. Thy will be on as it is in stop. Do you know what you're saying? Do you understand that heaven is not just the place you're going to go when you die? Jesus is telling the disciples that the kingdom of God is about to be revealed. Because if you read on, he says, and you shall do greater works. In other words, don't seek the place that I'm going. Seek the person that I am. They were so busy looking at where the person was going, they could have missed the presence that he left. He says, I'm going to leave my spirit. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. And the kingdom is going to be inside of you. Now, let me explain the kingdom. The next thing of the kingdom, it has a king, a governing ruler, territory, specific location, citizens. A people within the defined boundaries or that have territorial jurisdiction. Y'all like, what are you talking about? What I'm saying is I understand the government. I understand the laws. I understand that there are rules. But there is another government that rules over the rules. It's the kingdom of heaven. That's why in Isaiah, when he prophesied Jesus, right? And you shall call him Emmanuel. And the what will be upon his shoulders? The government of where? The government. Jesus did not. He came in a manger. But he came as a manager. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. That's why the shepherds praised an infant. Yeah, I said this last time I was here. Y'all don't understand. When Jesus was born, they came and they said, glory to God in the highest, peace on earth to all men. They're praising an infant who has not walked yet. They're praising an infant who has not talked yet. They're praising an infant who soils his diaper. Sometimes you got to put yourself in the scripture. Why are they praising an infant? Because they recognized that the kingdom had showed up. I want to know, can you praise God in the infancy of your promise? Can you, come on Columbia, praise God when it's just the word? Can you praise God when it's just the seed? When you praise God when it's just the thought as if it's already walking, as if it's already talking, as if it's a full grown promise from God. It was the kingdom at hand. So I've got the king, I've got territory, I've got citizens, I've got laws. I'm not going to be long. Mark 1, 14 to 15 says, Later on, after John the baptizer was arrested, Jesus went back into the region of Galilee and preached the wonderful gospel of God's kingdom. His message was this. At last, the fulfillment of the age has come. It is time for God's kingdom to be experienced in its fullness. Now, back to the Lord's Prayer. 
when you pray the Lord's Prayer, it ends, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. And that's not just three words. The, when the kingdom is revealed, the power is authorized. When the power is authorized, the glory of God or the manifestation of God comes to pass. But you can't get a miracle until you first recognize a man. The kingdom of God. The disciples says, we don't know the way. Jesus says, I am the way. He's not going to prepare a place for you to come to. He says, in my father's house, there are many rooms. The word there is enlarge. I'm enlarging heaven. That as you populate earth with, he- with citizens of heaven, I'm going to enlarge the rooms. That's why you got to forgive people who don't deserve to be forgiven. Because your kingdom. That's why you can't quit the job just because you got a bad manager. God sent you as a citizen to territory that had not been taken by the kingdom. So how does that territory get taken? Betrayal has to show up in order for forgiveness to show up. Are y'all hearing me? But I'm broke on purpose. So that faith can show up. So that you can be a testimony. As a citizen of the kingdom. The problem is, is we keep taking it off when we leave church. You can't take the kingdom to the club. You cannot back it up and want a breakthrough at the same time. It's impossible. The kingdom can't back it up. Are y'all hearing me? The kingdom can't date anybody. The kingdom can't just listen to anything. The kingdom can't just watch anything. You can't watch anything and then expect to watch God do a miracle in your life. That's not the kingdom. The kingdom is not worship on Sunday. The kingdom is worship, a lifestyle. It's not lyrics, y'all. It's lifestyle. The kingdom walks with integrity. The kingdom walks with conviction. The kingdom walks in holiness. The kingdom says no to the thing that everybody else is saying yes to. The kingdom says I forgive you even though you don't deserve to be forgiven. The kingdom says I accept you. The kingdom says I'm not going to judge you. When the king- That's how, y'all, we're not building a church. We're building a kingdom. And we got this mindset. One day I'm going to go to heaven. One day I'm going to escape all of this. Y'all know that? Old church used to have to sing songs like one day. I'm climbing up. Up on the rough side of the mountain. I'm holding on his powerful hand. I'm doing my best to make it in. To make it in where? We have to break this mentality 
this exodus mentality that says all I'm supposed to do is come out of it. No, you're not supposed to come out of it. You're supposed to walk into something else. God does not. That's let me pause. That's why you can't say God called me to another church. You just offended. And you're going to follow you everywhere you go. God never calls you out without calling you up. He never asks you to sacrifice something and replace it with something inferior. Unless it's better, sit down, shut up, be obedient, and get the blessing that God is pouring out in this house. That's the kingdom, man. The kingdom don't have attitude. The kingdom don't cheat on their wife. Kids do. Kids. Am I a kid? Somebody say, am I a kid? Or a king? Kids got attitude. Kids got opinions. Kings have obedience. Uh-huh. Kids complain. Kingdom praise. I'm kingdom, man. I'm royalty. Somebody gotta get an attitude. The kingdom of God suffered violent, the violent. Take it by force. Some of y'all done put your fight down. Pick your fight back up. Just let God put some righteousness to your righteousness, but still fight. I'm looking for somebody that's going to fight for a promise. I'm looking for somebody that's going to fight for a breakthrough. Somebody going to fight for your children. Somebody going to fight for your marriage. The kingdom fights. The kingdom don't give up. The kingdom prays. The kingdom keeps speaking those things that be not as if they already are. I am kingdom. I came to tell you, Union Church, that heaven was never God's escape plan. Heaven was God's expansion plan. And it's time for the kingdom of God to be expanded. This kingdom is limitless. This church is limitless. This worship is limitless. This anointing is limitless. This breakthrough is limitless. The Bible says that your whole house will be saved. If they connect it to you, it's just a matter of time where every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Somebody says, I'm not a kid. I'm a king. I'm not complaining. I'm a king. What? All of this anointing? And you're offended? What? You're offended and gonna leave the place that you've been blessed? You're gonna let the pastor lay hands on you and not trust where we're going next? What? Look at the person that says, Are you crazy? Come on, Columbia. What is wrong with us? Lives are at stake and we're complaining. Marriages need to be healed. And we mad? What? You gotta be kidding me. The presence of God shows up every week. We had 6,000 for Easter and you mad? What? Are you aching? 
There's a guy in the Bible named Achan. The Israelites have just won Jericho. Come on. They just beat Golden State. The Washington Wizards just beat Golden State. The Wizards are now playing a college team next and lose to the college team. How in the world you just beat Steph Curry and you lose into a college team? What? How did we lose when we just won? Because somebody kept an undefiled thing in the camp. A guy named Aiken. God said, give it all up. He said, no, I'm going to just keep a little bit from, I'm going to just keep her number just in case. I have decided that it is too much at stake for me to be the one to stop everything that God is doing. I need you to get on your feet, slap three people and say, get over yourself. God is doing too much for you to trip now. Stop complaining. Stop. Stop it. Tell them stop it. Stop it right now. Stop going to the club. Stop it. Stop cheating on your taxes. Stop it. Stop lying. Stop it. Lives are at stake. We trying to take a city and you can't be the one to stop it. Come on, touch five people and say, get over yourself. What? Are you kidding me? You offended? And a thousand people just got saved? What? Do we need to do Easter every Sunday just so you enthusiastic about what God is doing? What? They didn't sing your song? And you're offended? Grow up. You see, to be counted a citizen, you have to be a certain age. Some of us just need to grow up. Tell me, I don't even know why I'm saying this. This is not in my notes. It's not in here. The kingdom. Sit down, I'm almost done. The kingdom. He said, here's my three points so I can be culturally appropriate. He said, I am the way. The way was not a direction. The way was an instruction. When Jesus says, I am the way, he was not saying, follow. Understand this. When he called the disciples to follow him, he never called them to follow him to a place. They were called to follow a person. And that person of Jesus spoke to them with instruction, not direction. The directions was the Great Commission. Go and make disciples of all nations. But now you have to find out the instruction. This is like going to Ikea. (laughs) 
When I when IKEA first became, was the first deal, this was years ago when they first came on the scene. I was like, that, that's a big blue building. I didn't know yet how cheap the furniture was. I just wanted to go to buy IKEA. So I put in my directions, let's get to IKEA. And then I showed up and I was at IKEA. And I bought furniture. The directions was the first part. But what's the use of getting there if you don't know how to put it together once you get it? What's the use of going to church if you have to wait till you get to church to get a healing? You know the directions to get to church, but do you know the instructions of how to put the anointing together for it to show up at work, for it to show up in the car? For it, Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? When Jesus says, I am the way, he says, I'm going to give you kingdom instructions because later on he says, and you shall do greater things. How are we going to do greater things without you? You have to watch how I did it to get the instructions. Some of us want the instructions from Pastor Stephen. He's giving them. But are you going to put it together when you get home? Have you ever set out for a destination? Like, honestly, like, it's a new place. And you type in Google, the destination. Now, Irene and I moved to West Palm Beach, Florida. We live in West Palm Beach, Florida now. Right? Yep. Vacation every day. It's amazing. When I got there, I had to find a barber. Because I got to keep this line right. So I found a barber. And I put in the directions. The way. And it gave me how to get from point A to point B. But I was so concentrated on the journey that I lost focus of the destination. Are y'all hearing me? And so I get there, and Siri says, you have arrived. But I can't find it. Have you ever arrived somewhere but not arrived? Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Have you ever gotten to church but feel still depressed and still discouraged? Have you ever arrived but not arrived? I was like, I'm not here, and now I'm frustrated. Where is this place? This is new. Sarah's like, you have arrived. Shut up. <laughs> so I called a guy, Nick. And I was like, Nick, man, I put it in the directions and, and I still can't find it. He said, you're here. I said, but I don't have it. Where are you? He says, okay. And he comes outside. He right beside me. <laughs> I wonder sometimes if we already have what we need. But because we've been so focused on getting there, come on, somebody. We have not put the focus, come on, somebody, on the one who was giving us directions all the time. You have arrived. Can you imagine when you're looking for healing and God's like, you've already arrived. When you're looking for deliverance and it's like you're already delivered. When you're, why are we trying to pray for something that we already have? Didn't the word say that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world? Didn't the word, doesn't the word say that the promises of God are yes and amen? You need a breakthrough? Anybody? You've arrived. You need healing? Anybody need healing? You've arrived. You need God to pour out something in your finances? Come on, put your hand up. You have arrived. He's just waiting for you to look like him. To open up the direction apps. 
You were created in his image. And until he sees you, until you see you like he sees you, you won't walk in it. Now he says, I'm the truth. I got to move very quickly. The truth. He says, I'm the way. I'm the truth. Watch this now. This is not like, now, when I was a kid, I was a liar. I don't know why. I would just lie. Right? I, it just would come out. My dad, I had to get delivered. I don't know why. It just, I just wake up and lie. The word truth here is not like telling the truth. The word truth here is something that is hidden is revealed. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Now, if I, if I had, if this towel covered me, come on, Columbia, and you couldn't see any of me, that'd be a big towel. And you were like, where's Jimmy? Y'all, we getting ready to go up. Don't play worship because we're going in, in. And I took the towel off. I'm now revealed. That's the word. When he says, I am the way, the truth is, is the kingdom being revealed. Now, I don't have time to get into this, but I want to tell you scripturally. I want you to go look this, look this up later. When Jesus healed the man that had leprosy, after he heals him, he says, don't tell nobody. Why? Because it wasn't time for the kingdom to be revealed. Now, can you imagine having leprosy your whole life? Nobody touch you. Nobody around you. You've been labeled. Everything you touch is unclean. No hugs, no relationship. You got leprosy, always covering up, living in shame. Jesus heals you. And he says, don't praise me. Now the leper couldn't praise him. But we're allowed to praise him. Because the kingdom has been revealed. I don't understand that everything that God has done in your life, Columbia, and you not going to praise God, and you're going to sit there and do this, I bet you that leper wish, wishes he had the freedom to praise God like you have the freedom to praise God. But it wasn't time for the kingdom to be revealed. I want to explain this real quick. So me and Irene, we were in, in California, and, and we heard a storm was coming, so we were trying to get home early. Are y'all with me? Yeah. And, and, and I had a chicken and a biscuit sandwich, y'all. It was hot chicken, honey, this sriracha honey. I was in this chicken sandwich, y'all. I mean, the best buttery milk biscuit ever. Like, and she's like, we go on the app. I'm on Delta app. She's on Delta app. I go on the app. And I said, babe, get those two seats. Hurry up. She says, I can't see them. I said, on the app, this is the flight number. There's two empty seats right here. Hurry up before somebody buys so we can get home. She says, I can't see it. I show her. She goes, I can't see it on my phone, but I can see it on your phone. That's not fair. She says, I'm going to call them. I said, babe. She says, you reserve it. I said, I don't know how to do all of that. 
She calls him. They, she's on hold. I'm finishing my sandwich. I see the seat still open. She says, ma'am, I, I'm trying to understand. I'm a little bit upset. I'm trying to get home. My husband on his phone, I can see this, these two seats revealed, but on mine I can't. And she says, ma'am, it's because you don't have the status he has. You see, I'm Delta Diamond. She's Delta Platinum. And because I'm Delta Diamond, things are open to me that ain't open to her. I came to tell you, Union Church, because you are a citizen of heaven, things are available to you that's not available to your co-workers. It's about to be revealed. You got to, some of y'all got to stop looking at the information and start seeking a revelation so that you can see what nobody else can see. Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. Somebody say, God, reveal my healing. Reveal my freedom. Reveal my upgrade. Say, Holy Spirit, upgrade me. I want platinum status I deserve platinum status I am fearfully and wonderfully made I am a citizen of heaven it's open to you it's open to you joy is yours Peace is yours. Shame off you. Joy is yours. Joy is yours. Joy is yours. Joy is yours. Because you are a child of God. I am the way. Somebody shout, I am the way. I know the way. I see the way. I embrace the way. I see things that my co-workers can't see because I am a citizen of heaven. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things that only kingdom eyes can see. That's why I speak it because I see it and I speak those things that be not is as if they already were when the doctor says cancer I see calling when the doctor says pain I see purpose when the doctor says doubt I see destiny I am the righteousness of God know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost Watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, I'm way over, watch me, y'all ready? So when you're sitting, not in church, in your manager's office, and he cuts you out, and under your breath you speak in tongues, instead of four letter words, the kingdom shows up, y'all don't hear what I'm saying? When you in the doctor's office and you get a diagnosis and you look at the doctor and say, what you talking about? You don't know that there is another jurisdiction working in this room right now. 
I'm telling y'all, y'all, some of y'all heard this story about my neighbor in 2005. I moved into a house and she didn't know the property line was and she started cutting my grass and I was letting her cut my grass because I was like, that's less money I got to pay. And she kept cutting it year after year and the line kept getting further and further in my yard and I was okay of her cutting it until I wanted to build something. And I told that lady, that property belongs to me. You thought it was yours just because you've been maintaining it. Some of you have been allowing TV and social media to maintain your children. But it's time for God to build something into them. And I'm telling you, I looked at that lady and I put up a no trespass inside. I'm telling you right now, when you bring the kingdom in through worship, a new jurisdiction comes in and a new law comes in. And everything that doesn't look like purpose is trespassing. So although the doctor, Antoinette, gave you a diagnosis of cancer, what the doctor did not know is there was a church praying for you and believing for you. And in that x-ray room, they looked at the x-ray and there was no more cancer. Why? Because everything that doesn't look like God is trespassing. Tell the devil, get out of my house. You're trespassing. Tell him, get off of my kids. You're trespassing. Tell him, get out of my church. You're trespassing. When the kingdom of God shows up, everything that don't look like God has got to go. I dare you to say I am a king of the most high God. I need my checkerboard. I need my checkerboard. Y'all don't believe me. He says, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. I, I tried. Yeah, take that from me. Y'all give it up for my, for my guy right here. The Bible says, y'all need to get a camera in here tight. Because Columbia got to see this too. If any man be who? In? He is a? A new creation. Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. Because he knew that his time for the kingdom to be revealed was coming. And they thought they had him. Come on, y'all. They hung him on a cross. They put nails in his feet and his hands. And then they mocked him by saying, king of the Jews. They weren't mocking him. They were marking him for who he really was. And he went on a three-day journey to hell. And he got the keys to the kingdom. I'm doing a study right now that heaven has windows. Hell has gates. But I have keys. I'm doing a study right now. I can't wait to preach that. But when he came back, he redefined death. 
and no longer does death have the last word. And I said, God, give me something deep. He said, no. <laughs> the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus says, I have come that you might have life. Now, the world tells you to live life. Do you live your best life as long as it's good for you? And God simply told me to tell you this. In Jesus, in the kingdom, you don't live life. You have eternal life. You see, when Jesus redefined death by resurrection power, for so long we've been living life trying to make it to, I'm climbing up. And we've been getting jumped. We've been getting taken. We've been getting ridiculed. We've been getting betrayed. We've been getting diagnosed. We've been failing with addiction. We've been failing with betrayal. We've been failing with divorce. We've been failing getting confused with sexuality. Our children doesn't know what the authority of God is. And the kingdom it looks like of darkness is prevailing. But as if you hear tonight, there is one. Some of y'all drag yourself to church. And there is just a small piece of you. But when you make it to Catalyst, come on somebody. Worship team, come on back up. And you get to the other side. He says you don't, you didn't live life. You have life. And when you get to the other side in checkers, all I know is when I make it here, I just say, king me. And when I say, king me, now I can make moves that I could not make before. I can go to places that I couldn't go before. I can speak to demons that took me out in the last season. And I can take them out. Will somebody shout, king me? God is about to king you. What Jesus said is you shall do greater works. King me. What took you out in the last season, you're going to take out into this season. King me. You're breaking generational curses. King me. The cycle of addiction is gone. King me. You talked about me. King me. I forgive you. King me. The kingdom of God suffered violence, but the violence taken back by force. They thought they had you, but they didn't know that you are the citizen of heaven. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you need a blessing from God, put both hands up in the air and say, Holy Ghost, hook me up, hook me up, hook me up. The kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violence takes 